1: Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Pat Spicer, a priest of the Diocese of Cleveland. Welcome, Father. Thank you. Hello, Tim. Hello. We're going to continue our discussion on the Eighth Commandment from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church. And again, the Eighth Commandment is, you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. And question 456 of the UCAT asks... What should you do if you've li- been lied to, deceived, or b- if you have
2: lied to or deceived or betrayed someone else? That's a great question. Um, you know, you, you talk about confession, but it, it, just right out of the UK here, every offense against truth and justice, even if it has been forgiven, demands reparation. In other words, I think, we, you know, when we talk about confession, uh, the one thing we always want to talk about is this ideal of the healing touch of Jesus Christ, the healing hand of Jesus Christ. and. Uh, there's a, a therapeutic action that goes on here when we talk about when when we've deceived somebody, uh, the shame, the guilt, everything that comes along with sin. Jesus, you know, if you look at the actions of Jesus throughout the gospel, it's always the healing touch, bringing whether it's an exorcism, healings, whatever. And so, when we talk about this question here in 456, I love this one in particular because uh, we want to do something. <laughs> I mean, I I just go back to when I was a kid. You know, I, I had a mother and father, great. Uh, and, the, you know, you'd be, oftentimes you'd be grounded or sent to your room. And I remember sitting in my room just looking at the wall. What could I do to get down there? What can I do to be restored to the family? I mean, that's literally the way, you, you know, as a kid. You come down, mother, father, mom, dad, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you want to do something. You want to show your mother and father not only, you know, your, your heart's aching. You, you want to get back and then you want to be reconciled. But you want to. You want to, in fact, do something. It's a part of being an incarnational people. You know, Jesus Christ is fully present to us in the Eucharist. It's full body and blood in the very, you know, ordinary bread and wine becoming the very body and blood. This is a tangible, physical because we are tangible, physical people. It have to. Our hearts need to be expressed. Forgiveness is a intimate moment between us and God, between us and God's people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it needs to be. Uh, we need to be a participant in this, not just an, uh, a passive person who's being bestowed grace upon. But we want to cooperate with that grace, and uh, and and that's when when we talk about when we sin, when we lie to somebody. You know, we not only do we want to uh, confess, be forgiven, but we also want to um, show that, re- that 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 love for being you know reconciled back into the community, mm-hmm. and the, you know that. And the God's, uh, the what we know is right. That's where the shame and the guilt comes from. Mm-hmm. So
1: 457 asks, why does telling the truth require discretion?
2: It's that whole word that uh, Augustine, uh, Aquinas, prudence. <laughs> A word maybe we don't use uh, enough in terms of when we talk about uh, Catholic moral teaching. You know, the prudence to... Uh, we. Uh, You mentioned, uh, I mentioned uh, once before uh, to you, you at least recently, a lot lot of teenagers and and kids love to talk about, you know, to say something, quite frankly, that's uncharitable or downright mean, and then to say, hey, I'm only being truthful, I'm only being honest, I'm only, that's not honesty, that's not truthfulness, that's something else altogether. So the idea of being prudent is always drawing us closer to the, whatever we do, Uh, Is it helping people to understand God in their life? And that's our duty as Christians. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be this, you know, those hard-nosed moments of, you know, it it could be very off the cuff. Like, we all live, (laughs) you know what I mean? Uh, But, you know, we're challenged with those moments. Is this truth or is this something, uh, this isn't truth if it's not building up the kingdom of God?
1: It reminds me of the example that I gave you when my wife got her hair done, and she asked me what I thought, and I, I really didn't care for it. <laughs> Correct. Yes. I, I could have used some discretion there mm-hmm. and said, "Honey, your hair is unbelievable." Mm-hmm. I, I you know, in other words, I could, I could have been positive, without lying. I could, I could have been more uh, complimentary, I guess. And uh, like I said. I, It's something that happened, it probably happened twenty years ago, but I still remember because (laughs) I love my wife and the last thing I want to do is hurt her feelings or make her feel bad in any way whatsoever. But that was one time that I did that I wish I would have thought before I spoke. And so again, you know, I, I hurt her by telling her what I thought in, in not as nice a way as I should have. Right. I should have used some discretion.
2: I call it what it is, too. It's interesting how moral dilemmas can develop in our lives. you know, it, Because it does sometimes bring to the fore is this, you know, uh, am I telling the truth to build the kingdom of God or am I telling the, you know, is this, just because they're facts doesn't mean necessarily uh, that uh, it's truth. <laughs>
1: hmm. Okay.
2: So 458
1: of the Ucan asks, how confidential is the secret of the confessional?
2: Uh, the most sacred thing that uh, we, we, we take as priests um, is the sacramental life of the church, and uh, priests uh, have lost their lives over this um, sacred moment between the penitent and the, and the and the and the and the person that's acting in persona Christi, as we say, in the person of Jesus Christ. These are moments between ourselves and God and uh the church in in her wisdom, the development of the sacrament of reconciliation, the sacrament of penance, of confession. Uh these moments are, are moments that we as a priest I have no I have no uh jurisdiction. I I it's it's the most sacred thing we take as priests, for the sacramental life of the church.
1: So your job is to listen to confessions and then give advice and then absolve people of their sin in the person of jesus christ your job isn't to meter out judgment or uh, any kind of punishment
2: correct and and, and I, I know this is a struggle uh to even explain sometimes um uh the part of the uh the forgiveness is for that penitent uh, whatever the case might be to to work with God's grace and so it's and people I think a lot of times say well geez um, somebody just murdered somebody all they need to do is just go to confession and just be forgiven I mean that nah, it's not the way it works and and I think if people if you talk to people regarding that uh, if, if you spoke to them they would understand uh, the dynamic of sin original sin how it weighs that the uh, forgiveness of God and the mercy of God is not the same thing as the mercy and the and the, and the wisdom and the, uh, of the world, and obviously you know that they're not they're not always at odds with each other, but when a person is seeking to forgiveness of God, it's to help them to understand their role in this and and to cooperate, you know, to see their sin as uh, whatever it might be. And and what makes confession work
1: is that when I come into the confessional, that I be truly. Sorry for my sins. Correct. And I have the utmost confidence that whatever my sins are, you're not going to share those sins with anybody else.
2: Exactly right, yes. Uh,
1: I think Father Joe called it uh, a gift to have that memory loss. (laughs) As soon as he walks out of the confessional, he forgets all the the, There is
2: undoubtedly a grace with that. Uh, You know, you could be a doubter of a lot of different things, but when it comes to the confession and it comes to that what Father Joe you spoke of, is absolutely correct um, you know I don't want to get into it too much but it, the reality is that we are all sinners and there's nothing more humbling to open that door and to come to confession and, and say this is what I'm struggling with this is where I need the light of Christ because when we unfold and we humble ourselves and we say this is my sin this is this is an act of Christianity and this is an act of Jesus Christ dying on the cross for these because uh. he came to save us you know, to get rid of this sin, the sin to death, um, mm-hmm. and that's that's the expression of of what it means, uh, you know, to to be Catholic and to be asked for con- you know asked for the uh, our sins to be con- you know to be forgiven.
1: And, and it's very scriptural. I like to remind our listeners that Jesus gave the apostles the authority to forgive sins and not to forgive sins on Easter, the first Easter Sunday night, in the Gospel of. Uh, John chapter twenty verse twenty three, where he said, "Who sins, you forgive, are forgiven them; and who sins, you retain, are retained."
2: Exactly the laying of the
1: hands. So it, it, it's important because we are sinners, and God gives us that free gift of grace through the sacrament of confession. Mm. And and it's important to to be truly sorry for our sins and to take advantage of that free gift in that in that sacrament. Four fifty nine asks, "What ethical
2: responsibilities
1: are connected with the communication Communications, media?
2: Yeah, this is uh, certainly a question we could talk about a lot in 2016. Um, you know, the ethical responsibility connected to, uh, with the media, um, the fact of the matter is uh, we the social communication contributed to it, you know, as how we understand uh, the working of justice, freedom, all these different things that we talk about, these words. And again, we're talking about as as Catholics, we're incarnational people. We, talk, for instance, when we talk about the love of God. How is that? It's seen in and through um, how we uh, how we bring that about. How we bring love and justice. That's when we. So when a priest or anybody, for that matter, says the love of God, they say, "Okay, that's an incarnational." I've seen this. I've seen it in action. Uh,
1: but it's how we talk. It's how we act. It's taking care of the poor. It's helping people who are in in their time of need. Yes. It's it's actually. Thinking and talking as a representative of Christ, but also acting—it's not just lip service, but it's actually doing something. Mm-hmm. Doing something, and and again, acting as if we really believe that we are followers of Jesus Christ, that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Right. Awesome. So, 460 asks, what dangers result from the media?
2: Uh. Again, you know, a lot of times when we... <laughs> the media is is something that can gl- certainly glorify things that... Uh, human sexuality, I'm just thinking... That, that's the first thing I'm thinking of. Uh, you know, the, the glorification, to not, to not see... Uh, to see our human bodies as something to be, uh, you know, to be used as machines. Uh, it, it, fundamentally, that's the one thing that... We, we, I tell the, uh, our youth group all the time. I said, you know, this the theology of the body. This, if anything else, if we could get to understand, our bodies are meant to be given away. They're meant to be in a sacred uh, living of giving ourselves away, not to be uh, sort of retreating from the world and looking and viewing the world, in and through the lines of the media and seeing it's something to be conquered, something to to, to, to take, to take, to take. You know, because that's what's being uh, put at us, and I, I see we're running out of time, and this is this is, this is, is a good question. Okay. We can talk about it some in the future. We've been listening to Father Pat Spicer,
1: a priest of the Diocese of Cleveland. Father, can we have your blessing before we go, please?
2: Sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty and all-powerful God, we ask for your blessing upon all the listeners of this radio station. May they be drawn closer to the light, love, and mercy of your Son, Jesus Christ. And we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Father the Son, and the Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit.
1: This has been Tim Perry. Until next time, may God bless you. Bye for now.